I went all looked at me mess and I was like, I ain't going up there. No way. Because I was too scared. I was hoping he would go. Well, you get you get consumed and, and possessed. You gotta have victims in this, and you are a victim, sorry. <laughs> but the one distinctive feature it had was its eyes were blank. Hello and welcome to the 4G show, where the sun is always shining, the weather is always lovely, and the surf is perfectly ripe for everyone. Now you're here with me today, Colin. And you're joined with the co-hosts, me, Egaruni, and you want to demigod Ragnar. Welcome back, guys. But well, I don't know where you've been living, but the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it it's, 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 de- it's definitely the surf weather. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rain. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right. guys, I've got a surprise. We've got what? a lovely guest today. Quite funny. He's got plenty of experience on on what we're going to be talking about today, which is the paranormal, and he goes by the name of Crazy J. Oi, oi. How's it going? Yo! Well, hello, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Not this. Welcome to the show. How are you feeling? Touching on what they were saying about the weather there, like, I don't know where you're living. (laughs) (laughs) It's been here, there, everywhere. I mean, unless we're talking about your mind, you know, where it's constantly like sunshines and rainbows and, <laughs> like, in your head. But other than that... <laughs> A Gemini is never perfectly sunful. So we're returning to the paranormal, guys, from the last time where we, we kind of talked roughly around the the science of it. Uh, we talked around the, the Ouija board making contact with them. So today, guys... We're going to look at what experiences. Now, Ed, we know you're quite sceptical at this. So how about how about you be the one to okay. destroy our dreams and let one know the logical side of them? Whether you can, whether you can't. Let's see Into if we can it. do that. Yeah? Um, make it interesting. So what we'll do is we'll kick off with, with G. The crazy one. You've had quite a few experiences, I know, because you, you're in relation to us. Yeah. So I know a few of your experiences. Do you want to share share one of them? Where do I start? Um, I think I could cover that one that I mentioned before, which has got really good credibility with it. And I was in my house, repeatedly haunted. Um, and I would hear the faintest wisp of a baby's cry. And I had my friend, he was sat in the chair that was facing the TV. He had his back to me. Now, I didn't say nothing to him. I didn't. I thought, ah, oh, it's just me. I'm hearing things. Only for him to pause the game, turn around and look at me, and he went, "Can you hear that?" And I looked at him and I says, "Well, what can you hear?" And he's like, "He was like, I'm sure I can hear a baby cry." Now, that for me is strong confirmation. I haven't, I haven't suggested anything towards him. I haven't mm. said, "Well, oh, can you hear that baby cry?" And I haven't said nothing. Mm. I just says to him, "What can you hear?" And he was, "I can hear a baby cry." But it was the faintest of wisps. Well, we've thought nothing of it. We've brushed it off. And about three minutes later, I heard footsteps coming from my bedroom, heading towards the window. Now, my partner and my child at the time were upstairs, and they were flat out asleep. So I've obviously rushed up to thinking, oh, the bane's gone to the window. They were still both flat out asleep. And I have no explanation for that. Two people hearing something exactly the same, and then at three minutes down the lane, hearing footsteps across. It was really freaky. I could go on forever telling you stories about what happened in that house. 
really mm. good. <laughs> I was I was just about to say, you know, you look at the explanation behind that. I know I'm trying to probably t- probably going to try and take Eggs Thunder from here, right? But still, oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. one of those ones where like you look at your story and you could think, well, it was an old house. It could be they just resetting itself, you know. I mean, because you know how when you don't move the house, all like creaks and groans and all yeah. that shit for the pipes. Yeah. But then when you actually hear the footsteps yourself in that room, well, there's no explanation to that, is there? Well, there's not, no. He heard them as well, you know, but what stands out the most is, is uh, when I heard that cry, I didn't say anything to him. I just kept it to myself because I thought, I'm hearing things. That's what I mean, you know, I'm a big believer in ghosts, but I'm not quick to just straight away go, it's a ghost. Yeah. But for him to pause that mm. game, turn around and look at me and go, can you hear that? And I looked mm. at him and I went, what can you hear? And he says, I keep swearing I can hear a baby cry. And that made my jaw drop because I was like, no way, I can hear. Now, the house that was attached to our house, there was no one living there. The person who lived in the house next door to us didn't have any children. So Mm. your guess is as good as mine. I I did try to devaluate it in my head like that and say, well, could it be this, could it be that? Uh, You know, and we couldn't find an explanation for it. Yeah, it could be down to like all logical explanation, like oh, you could have been tired, you could have been hallucinating, you could have been, well, could have been yeah, that. yeah, that's could it. Have been, yeah, you could have been like a, a drinking or you, you know, like all sorts of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, but the fact that someone else heard it as well at the same time, which makes it more credible, because one person here, and I'm, I am with Egg when when Egg turns around, says there's a lot of lot of situations where it's explainable, you know. Um, and if one person hears something, you can always explain it as in their head. But then when you hear, you have two people who's heard the exact same thing and they haven't been led by one another, you know, um, yeah, I would say that's that's quite unexplainable. I mean, unless unless you've got anything that you think. Yeah, um, I'm either going to say, okay, so baby crying. Has anyone ever heard cats when they're in heat? Yeah, it's, have, yeah, it's yeah. basically... Especially when they're getting it on, it can it can kind of sound almost indistinguishable from baby mm, cries. I, I see, the difference yeah. between a cat and a baby, there's a massive, massive difference in the voice tones. And uh, I mean, the cat itself has this long, the constant tone. Why is the baby, obviously, it's high pitch, up and down. You know what I mean? Obviously, a breathe. Why is where? Why is why is the cat itself just has like a one long going on tone? Why is it, you know, that's my explanation anyway. Well, that's a normal cat, but a cat during their uh, their fertile period, if you will, they change it up. Yeah, fertile period, they are, the, the, the crying is quite, quite horrendous. I wouldn't say I've ever heard it like a baby cry. If but... it's, ve- it can also be that if it's far away, and then if you're kind of having two cats at the mm. same time, well, they can be kind of, they but, can just have almost a kind of like a singleness to them. When you have two of them, that's when it yeah. can start reaching the complexity needed to mimic something like a baby crying. Now, to to be fair towards Jay here, um, there was quite a, quite a lot of stuff that happened in that house, and I do recall you mentioning about a, a candle. Oh, yeah, right, that was uh, Mamie partner would got the bed ready at the time, and we were just about to go out the front door. Now, there was only Mamie partner on the bed, and as we literally went to go out the front door, I used to keep my aerosol cans in the bathroom, which was downstairs next to the front door, pretty weird, but anyways. 
Um, well, just as we went to go out the front door, a can of Lynx Africa came flying down the stairs and landed next to, well, obviously me and my partner, I looked at each other and went, what the hell? To which I proceeded to pick the can up and says to the ghost, if you're going to make a mess of me house, you can clean it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just thrown back at it, mate, because I thought, did start this with me, you know what I mean? But... Yeah, you know, no one was Colin upstairs. had mirrors fly, like, there was a mirror above the sink and it literally flew off the wall about two foot onto the floor and smashed, you know what I mean? There was oh. all kinds of crazy stuff happened. Yeah, I was... I had loads of people that used to stay there, like, and they used to come up to where we hadn't said mm. anything. We weren't with these people, like, would open the front door and go, hey, hi, welcome to the see you. By the way, we've got a ghost in the house, you know. <laughs> we weren't like that, you know what I mean? We'd just welcome people in. And loads of countless people would come up to and say, hey, the strangest thing happened to me the other night when I stayed at yours. Like, I tell you, the CID that was looking for my partner's brother at the time, and this is a good one for you, Egg. Uh-huh. I didn't put two and two together until afterwards, but... um. CID was sitting outside my house one morning and the one man out in the house. I was maybe partner around with friends having a cup of tea and that. And I got a knock at the friend's door and it was someone we knew. They were like, gee, there's people in the, there's a dude. He's just kicked your house door through and he's inside your house. So I went around. Long story short, it was CID. Now, when I got the station with them and the question is, the says, we seen the blinds. I used to have horizontal metal blinds up. And the says that they'd seen one of the blinds lift up and drop as if someone was looking outside. I thought, ah, it's just a ruse. It's just an excuse for them to give them a reason as to why they kicked me door through. Um, mm. But a couple of months later down the line, me and my partner out the, out the house again would took these blinds down. And my mum lived around the corner and she wanted us to look after my little brother. So my little brother, she's come round with my little brother. She must have been about 100 yards away from the house. She says, now, son, I look directly at your sitting window and you had your curtains closed. She says, and I seen, you know, like if someone grabs the curtains and just peels them open, just have a look outside. She mm. says, I seen them curtains peel open like someone was there and then quickly like get wafted back as if they were closing the curtains. She says, I knocked on the door. I looked through the kitchen window. I checked all, all around the house and you just weren't in. She says, but son, I swear to you, I seen someone open them curtains. And it wasn't until a month or so after that that I remembered about what the CID had said, as well as my mum and I went, well, that's two different people having very similar experiences with my house, claiming that they'd seen someone lifting the blinds or opening the curtains when me and my partner weren't even in the house. So yeah. I'd make what you want of it, you know, it could be coincidence, it could just be nothing, you know what I mean? Like I say, I'm a big believer in ghosts, but I'm, not, I'm very quick to dispel things first and have a look at the serious side and say, well, can it be explained in another way? I like your theory with the cats, with that baby cry. That could, it could be. It was the faintest of wisps, like a wisp through the wind of a cry that you could hear in your ear. It was almost like it was a baby trying to cry, whisper in your ear, but it was the footsteps afterwards that really knocked us for six because I was like, oh, right, I definitely, and he heard them as well. We definitely heard, like, a little toddler going across the floor towards the window and I panicked. I didn't, I wasn't thinking ghost. I was thinking it's me benches because she had a thing about climbing up on the window ledges. Yeah. And uh, I went up and the, the partner and the bane were both absolutely flat out, flat out. They'd never budged. And I was like, right, that's a bit crazy. So, the end of the day, um, I mean, they were things that I would even look at and say is paranormal. Obviously, someone with a sceptical mind like Egg can look at it more... I, would I, say like, more I like the logical really... side of it, though. I don't like to just look at it. Can I just quickly say, right, There's, there was a lad from Brighton and he had videos on YouTube seeing poltergeist activity in his house and I used to watch these videos and it was horrific. 
Folks, everything going flying, sofas tipping over. I generally believed his footage for ages until I clicked on one of his videos and he was basically wearing a green suit. I was so angry and disappointed because I was mm. like, so basically everything you've put on there is fake. Yeah, so we will touch on this in this subject about people faking it. And I think that is something that makes makes a lot of things be discredited. Is the so It's so easy to, yeah. to fake your videos now with so much editing. And I think, obviously, when someone comes up with a video, say I went hunting, ghost hunting, and I put a video, you know, you're likely to have a lot of people that sit there and say, fake, I can say why that, I can say this, I can say that, even if there wasn't. Um, and that that's generally because of how easy it is to to make this stuff happen. Yeah. You know? yeah. But Rags, I mean, have you... I do recall when you first came on, you said you had a few experiences yourself. I mean, do you want to share something? A few experiences. Ooh. Right, where do you want us to start? Do you want us to start from, like, Ooh. the last one, or do you want us to start from the the earliest that I remember? When did the pain begin? Right, I'll go with the one when I was 10 years old. Right, now, Egg and uh, Colin kind of know this bit, but... I had an abusive childhood growing up. And where we lived, right, so I lived, what, five, ten minutes away from the football ground. Right. We, yes. playing in the backyard with my sisters, um, lived in a three-story house. I mean, literally three stories. So you had the bottom floor was the kitchen, the dining room built in, you had the downstairs uh, a bedroom and then the downstairs toilet. Next floor up was the sitting room, my dad and uh, my sister's mum's bedroom. And then on the top floor was two bedrooms, which was uh, my brother, uh, brother's bedroom and my sister's bedrooms in the bathroom. Yes. I don't know why there was a bathroom all the way on the top floor, but, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was annoying. Hmm. Um we were all playing out and obviously you know what sisters are like they want your toys and in this case it was they wanted our action men for their barbies <laughs> Typ <laughs> typical <laughs> right because we wouldn't actually give the toys up well, I would give my toys up uh, they went and told on us and I got told like shouted into the house went into the house obviously my sister's uh, mother uh, at the time turned on told us I had to give them my toys and they basically beat the crap out of us I went downstairs mm. outside again and me being me, 10 years old attempted something stupid later on that night because I attempted that I started seeing things freaking right. I'm on the, my bedroom was on the bottom floor the ground floor so between the kitchen and everything like that and every night from that point Things always used to happen at the downstairs um, downstairs toilet. You know when people bang on your bathroom door, like on your doors? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It rattles and everything like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, every time that happened, it was always around about like uh, 10, 11 o'clock at night. It would bang, 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 and then repeatedly, rapidly get faster and faster and faster. And I would open mm -hmm. up the, be the me bedroom door. Obviously, the bedroom door opened out over into the hallway. Yeah. And I would close, like, pull it close towards so I could see the bathroom. And you could still hear the bathroom door rattling and stuff like that. And I walked in, pick, opened the bathroom door, and there was nothing there. 
but as soon as I closed it and went back in my bedroom, it would start again. Every night nice. until we moved out of that place. Cool. And I, I always used to get battered every single night because me, st- uh, me sister's mother at the time actually thought it was me taking the piss and doing that. I started uh, hallucinating. I started seeing things. It was always this like, Victorian like a girl. She was about my age at that point. Um, like so, proper Victorian, you know, like the frill dresses and all that shit. Hair tied yeah, yeah. up, kind of like the Princess Leia hair hairstyle, <laughs> like with the buns on either side and that. But the one distinctive feature it had was its eyes were blank. There was nothing in its eye sockets, just like it just complete darkness. Mm. But it never had anything bad against us. In my mind, it. it I always thought that it was something evil about it by looking at it and like you know I would scared and I would hide under my blanket and everything like that or I would try and get away or but this one time I'm lying in bed asleep I talked in my sleep as a child and she turned around and told uh, she'd actually woke us up in my dream and then she was stood in my bedroom at the time at the same time as I woke up saying she's coming and I didn't know what it meant by that. I was like, what do you mean she's coming? And obviously I'm still thinking I'm half asleep, you know. I was like, oh, this is just a dream. Close my eyes, yeah. open them up again. She was gone. But I still heard she's coming. Seconds later, my bedroom door flies open and there's my stepmother there. Oh, dude, you've just touched on something there. And I know this might be going off topic a little bit. I know it might be going off topic a little bit, but I mm. have to tell you is this, right? There was one morning, and I'd love to hear your views on this, yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you how it was for me, right? And it was weird, right? I had three dreams in the space of one morning. Like, I was coming in and out of consciousness. And it's first a dream two, inside a dream inside a dream. <laughs> no, no, well, no, it was like a dream. I'd wake up and it would startle us because they were so real, buddy. They were so, so real. It was like sitting here right now talking in this mic. That's how real it was. The first two, I can't remember. But the third one really stood out to us and this is the reason why i was in my partner's mom's sitting room and it was all white and there was my partner there with our sister a few of our sisters and their partners right mm. and everyone was in white and i wasn't scared or anything like that right and everyone was talking away and in this dream right and i swear to you lads this is the god's honest truth in this dream i looked at them and i went i'm not here and they like looked at us and laughed and went what are you going on about i says i am not here I'm asleep right now. And they were like, yeah, you're daft, man, you know, like, oh, yeah. and I was like, no, guys, I'm really, really not here right now. I'm asleep. And my sister-in-law sat next to us in this dream and she grabbed, like, you know, your jaw at the corner of your jawbone? Yeah. Yeah, she grabbed the skin mm. there and she actually stretched it to, like, as like I couldn't even do that in real life. Christ, if I could do that, I'd be part of the Fantastic Four, Mr. Stretch. But, hey... <laughs> But she stretched my skin right out and I looked at her and I said, see, I'm asleep. And then I said it three times. I went, I'm asleep, I'm asleep, I'm asleep. And I woke up, bang. And I was like, whoa, that was like, that was surreal. That like, it was. Yeah. Egg will probably be able to explain that one because when we've done the dreams, I think you kind of touched on something like that with looking at your hands, didn't you? Have you had something like that, Egg? I mean, yeah. I remember one in spe- uh, one specifically. 
um, where I, I could have just sworn I was just uh, kind of almost just in a fugue state. I know now that it was back in a dream because like my yeah. room looked completely different. But by all accounts, I just felt like I had gotten out of my bed and I, like the world around me was just swimming and everything was in a fuzz. And it's like, we've all been in that kind of state before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like everything was just really slow. Yeah. And it was like, oh dear, do I need to call the ambulance or something? This is crazy. And then like, by all accounts, it felt as real as anything. And then some other dream stuff happened, I suppose. And then I woke up and I was like, huh, I guess I didn't wake up and experience all that in that case. So my bedside cabinet looks mm. marginally different to how it looked in the dream well uh, sorry i went to say something there and i, I felt like i was cutting egg off there i do no go for it go for it um i actually wouldn't say that that experience that i had was anything supernatural or mystic or anything like that I, I, what, what fascinates us is, is i feel like it was probably i was asleep but my subconscious you know the state of sleep that the talk that you that you go through when mm. you're going to sleep I just, it's mad to think that my brain was, like, I'm asleep, but my brain must have been subconsciously aware in some way or form that I was dreaming and I was asleep. So I'm not going to sit down and go, oh, well, 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 it was, it was the spirits that taught me that I was asleep and all that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go down that road. I'm just going to say it's, it's amazing. Look, can I be straight with you guys for a second, right? I, I have, I'm no saint. I have dabbled in drugs and stuff and that in years gone by and I've had some where were you on the alcohol and drugs episode Colin, Colin I've had some I've had some horrible hallucinations um, uh, I'm proud to say I used to take amphetamine but I've stopped it so any viewers that listen please don't, don't take drugs it's, it's not good for you but I was I had amphetamines one night and I was sat on my kitchen bench and I looked at my kitchen window and it was dark outside and do you know what I seen I seen the ghostly face of a bald skinhead man with the biggest Cheshire cat smile waving his hand telling us to come <laughs> outside and I kept sitting looking and going like seriously it freaked me out I was like you're not really just a hallucination you're not real you're just a hallucination I close my eyes he's still there when I open them I'm like yeah this dude like you need to disappear right now you need to go because like <laughs> I, I'm not happy seeing you I know you're smiling at me and you're trying to be friendly and asking us to come out in the back garden I'll come out with a crucifix in a minute and chase you <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Jay's just covered season one in like five minutes eh? well now you've <laughs> right, done it I'll, I'll get back to the topic though um, yeah I, I mean Egg Egg I know you're a sceptic buddy I know you're a sceptic right and I respect <laughs> I'm not that, your actually... buddy pal <laughs> All right, all right. Nah, right, just but, kidding. But anyways, 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 yeah, there's got to be something that's happened in your life, buddy. I totally respect you. You've always got to have an open mind to things. You've always got to look and say, well, I'm not going to say it's a ghost, so I'm not going to say that. But it's got to be something that's happened where you've been like, okay, I can't explain that. Literally nothing comes to mind apart from when I was, when I just had to bring up that dream that was like, yeah, that yeah. was just a dream about someone who had been on my mind, I suppose, in the last few months. And everyone, yeah. feel free to go back to the dreams episode. Every mm. episode, honestly, we should be signposting people back to the dreams episode. Yeah, then, uh, they can see our Opus Magnum. Yeah, it was just of a family member that had recently passed, but it's like, that's extremely friggin' normal. That's about mm. as close oh. as my experiences kind of get to paranormal stuff but when you were talking about like um your body kind of being able to tell you that you're in a dream that absolutely happens all the time and uh yeah i remember one time specifically i just um i'm not sure if it exists as an actual spongebob episode but i just imagined like just a normal episode of spongebob that was just taking the entire like frame of my mind palace uh and it was just spongebob saying wake up wake up and then i woke up 
Yeah, that's what it was like for me. It was so strange because it was like, mm. I was, even though I was asleep, I was subconsciously aware I was asleep. And in my dream, I was telling my dream family, I'm not here right now. I'm asleep. That's you know semi-lucid I mean? dreaming. Yeah, because a lot of people, um, if you ever watched Inception, <laughs> they have all their I totems. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that film and I really would like to sit and watch it because it looks very intriguing. It's pretty good. It might be on, uh, it might be on a certain... Uh, uh, yeah. a certain programming uh <laughs> company organization uh yeah uh but that's uh so their way of being able to tell whether or not they're in a dream is to use their totems and uh they behave differently whether or not they're in real life or whether oh. or not they're in a dream and in a similar way uh people who want to take up lucid dreaming which is when you're dreaming and you know you're dreaming so you can actively control what's happening in your dream yeah. they have uh not rain checks, <laughs> but they have these uh, signs, these uh, these little totems, these little ways of being able to check. For me, I check my hand. I yeah. So whenever I talk about dreams, because you have to practice it in real life, so you do it in the dream as well. Just talking about dreams or like speaking about, I've been doing this entire time. I yeah. bring my hand up. I have a look at the front of it, the back of it. And then I go one, two, three, four, five. And I count it that way. And that, that just gives me enough time to be able to see, okay, how's my hand looking? Because at one point when I was in a dream and I did that, they, it looked like I had sausage fingers because your brain just isn't able to... it. The way it kind of renders dreams, it's far more abstract and yeah. it's in a different way to how uh, if you like just visualize things. So it was more imprinting the idea of a hand in into my visual cortex rather than actually experiencing a hand. Well, um, I, I tell you what, Egg, Egg, what, what, what do you think of this, right, buddy? I was in my mum's room, right? This is the same house I'm talking about now that used to be reputedly haunted, right? And hmm. I was trying on some joggers, and out the corner of my eye, I seen a dark shadow whiz past the door. And you know when you have that snap reaction of snapping your head up and looking and going, did I just see something there? And I looked, and there was nothing there. And in that split second that I looked, I'm not lying, buddy, something came right up to my ear, and then a deep voice went, and whispered in me, yeah. and I, 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 do you know me, buddy, at first? I was like, right, mm. I'm going to, I had a look around. I was like, because I know my dad was on the stairs, hoovering. My partner was in the sitting watching TV. My mum was in the kitchen. And Colin and his friend were in their room, but like, the door closed. And I didn't go, go straight away. I was like, that's my partner winding us up. And it wasn't until I'd searched around the, them rooms that I realised, okay, that wasn't me partner. My dad's still hoovering the stairs. She's down in the sitting room, and my mum's there. Okay. I've had that many experiences in life that I couldn't not be a believer. Hmm. I really couldn't. I, I, there's a well, lot of things. I'm totally with you, Egg. I'm totally with you. You, you kind of just look at everything and go, it's a ghost. You have to rationalize it in your head. But there's things where I just haven't been able to rationalize it or have an explanation for it. And I've had to concede and go, right, well, maybe that's something that I don't understand. Well... I mean, I understand what you're saying there because there's been a period where I went to a graveyard and we were doing a ghost hunt in a graveyard. Well, not so much a ghost hunt, but seeing if we could pick up any spiritual yeah. activity. It was pitch black. We had one night vision cameras um, doing EVPs and I was about to do an EVP. And as I hit the button, I went to hit the button. I asked for the spirits to come forward and speak into the device and give her a message. Um, and all of a sudden I heard coming from me me left ear was yeah. Colin and immediately I looked because it was my name and mm -hmm. I looked for Becca and a friend 
who were also there, um, because I thought they said they were going to the car, which they had to say. So we're going to the car yeah. to pick up something that they'd forgot. I think it was a coat, because it was cold. Mm-hmm. And I turned and looked. They weren't in the graveyard. They were back at the car. I'm standing there in the middle of the dock on my own. And I'm hearing a whisper over the side of my ear. Mm-hmm. I understand, obviously, we can hear things um, and say things just magically. But what, I don't, what, what confuses about that is I wasn't scared. There was no, like, anticipating a whisper or anticipating anything happening because I was just messing around. So it wasn't a full-fledged hunt. It was just right. a go in, mess around. And like I said, just before hitting this record, I got my name said, whispered in my left ear. And I always remember, and when the girls come up, I, I question them, I says, I says, did you say my name? Because I thought if they'd said it, even if they'd said it normal, it would travel, yeah. it would come to me, yeah, I could hear it as a whisper. Um, the both sworn down, they hadn't said my name, there was no reason to, because they were in the car having a having a cigarette and, and smoke yeah. and, and talking to each other. Um, and I think it was at that point when I realised the girls hadn't said it, and here's me on my own in this graveyard, that's when a little bit of fear set in that was like, holy crap, you know, what yeah. what the hell's just happened there? I mean, mine's either going crazy or some spirits just spoke to us, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get an AVP in that. Um, and this one's interesting, actually. I got, I'm going to see if I've still got the recording of it. We went into the graveyard um, because it was the graveyard of the last witch hung in a certain area and I don't want to say the area to give locations away um, but it was the last witch hung in this area up up in the northeast yeah. um, and I was I had asked a question like do you want to come back and we heard I heard a whisper and the whisper went yes um, and it sounded like an, a, a, a witch but it also it sounded like there was children re- replying straight after saying yes as well and I asked the question later on how did you die and as clear as day you could hear a response saying hanging now we hadn't done research because like I say we were just going up and messing around testing with gear out we're just getting it um, and went back and I had listened to it and I says oh it said hanging does anyone know if if anyone's died there through hanging and they um, when, when we went on and we actually looked, the the person we were trying to contact, because we knew about the last witch, the person we were trying to contact was the last last witch, and she died through hanging. Now, we didn't know that, because we hadn't researched it. None of us had. And it, the girl who took with her wasn't the one who heard the AVP. And she was standing right next to us when I'd done the AVP, and she never said a word. It was quiet, you know. Um, I just wish I'd caught it on camera other than just hey. the device. So obviously you've got solid proof that, you know, neither person saying anything. Yeah. Um, and that was quite freaky to me because it was like, to me, it was confirmation that we possibly made, may have made contact with this person. I think her name was Elizabeth. Um, I never did get a name, so I couldn't sit and say, yeah, it was definitely Elizabeth who I thought knew. But the, the message was quite plain and quite simple. Yes, we want you to come back. And 
you know, hanging. You know, basically what we took from that is was saying yeah. she was hung. <clears throat> and you could tell it was a female voice. Um it was we had just the way it was said, the tone of it, you could tell it was coming from female rather than a male. Um mm. so ghost hunting, that's my my experience. But I do want to say one thing, when you go ghost hunting, yeah you can't go in I wouldn't say you don't go in as a believer, but you don't go in as a full full like, yes, this house is haunted. If someone says their house is haunted and you go in with the idea, yes, their house is haunted, you're doing the thing wrong. You're doing the job wrong. Because you could go into that person and turn around and say, I've gotten this speaker box and it's turned around and says hello. And they will hear the word hello. You know, it's the general case like you were saying. If if you say, some, say something to someone, they're likely to hear what's being said. Or they'll say what's being said. You know. Um, yeah. So you go in these properties and you go to these locations with the belief that whatever you get has to be investigated properly. Like Meaning, it always has to? Yeah, yeah, you're looking for the logical reason. And I can honestly say, right, 90% of the stuff I've caught, I've got, I can sit and say there was a logical reason behind it. So yeah. if there was an orb, it may have been dust it may have been a bug. It may have been this, that, and the other. If it was a bang, you know, who's next door? Who's upstairs? Who's in the house? So you always find some logical reason. But there has been to. the odd occasion where there hasn't been a logical reason, you mm-hmm. know? Or you kind of find it. Well, I think um, a prime example um, I could give to you is, is um, I was at a, a partner's sister's house was me, my partner, sister, and a friend of ours, and he had a dog there, Staffordshire Bull Terrier, called Buster. Now, typical Staffy name. <laughs> my sister-in-law had always um, says the house was haunted. And do you know what it is? I sat there and I was like, yeah, right, whatever, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until one night, while in the sitting room, I, I'm trying to think of the best way to visualise it, but you had like the, you'd come through the front door and you'd walk straight into the sitting room. Mm. And the stairs were to the left of you as you come through the front door. Yeah. Yeah. And we were in the sitting room and there was nobody, no one upstairs. All the lights were off. And like I say, she'd said that the house was haunted before, but as much as I believe in the supernatural, uh, you know, I keep an open mind to things and I'm like, well, okay, right. Oh, if I say something, uh, <laughs> then it'll convince us. I'm not just going to take your word for it. Now, we were all sat in the sitting room, right? And my friend's dog, Buster, Stood in the passageway, looked up the stairs, put his ears back, his hackles went up, and he started growling and snarling. And we were like, we looked, we've turned and looked and went, what's up with him? And he was, he was literally growling at something. Something was upstairs that he was growling at, and in another split second, he freaked and raced up the stairs to go and attack whatever that was. Now, we all looked at me, mace, and I was like, I ain't going up there. <laughs> no way. Mm. <laughs> so You can what? go and get your dog. Well, I haven't heard that's... much from Egg, but and I know Egg, you haven't had many experiences. But one thing I am interested in is, um, as we grow up in life, obviously we we find we believe some ways in life. What what would you say was the thing that brought you to become skeptic? Is it was it university or were you skeptic before then? You know, mm, I'd say for the most part, I just kind of always been that way. Yeah, always like believed there was there wasn't haunting type of situation. Well, I just didn't believe in anything per se. 
Do you believe in I, I guess I, I guess I believed in Santa Claus because, like, yeah, you believe in Santa Claus as much as you, you believe in the economy. Do you believe yeah. in heaven and hell? No. No? Do you believe in life after death? No. No, he's a full-bred <laughs> oh. scientist, so um, no, ex-belief... Well, I wouldn't say it's boring. It's a belief, isn't it? No, it's, it's not boring. No, I, I love to hear skeptics' opinions. I, I respect skeptics. At the end of the day, I don't think they've got a great outlook on things. Um, you should never. It really... just feels like it just feels like it's so much effort to be like wanting to. Be, well, not even wanting to, but just kind of believing stuff that just kind of doesn't match with what we see and experience on a day to day basis. Mm-hmm. It just feels like that's a that's some internal conflict you're kind of proceeding upon yourself that just ugh, it feels like a lot of energy just being taken away yeah. by holding some beliefs that just seem to be getting challenged every single day. Yeah. Talking about challenges, I've got a challenge for you if you're up for it. All right. With you being such <laughs> on the a Lord's skeptic, day. <laughs> no, no, because you know what it is. I really wanted to try this with a skeptic. Ah, I think you mentioned this to us the other day. I really wanted oh, to try fair. this with a skeptic. Now, you've heard of Dibbit Boxes, or, and, and please, by all means, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. That's the last thing I want to happen. But I've always wanted to meet a skeptic and say, if you were up for the challenge egg, would you not fancy buying a haunted doll or a Dibbit, a Dibbit Box I'm a bit against? Because, like I say, buddy, and I don't know you that much, but I wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. And with Dibbit Boxes, it's supposed to be bad spirits that's contained within them. But I just wondered, like, would you be up for purchasing one of them and keeping a hat of it and keeping it in your property for say a month maybe two give it in that time to see if anything happens or <laughs> i don't believe in it but in the same way that like you cannot believe in god but still fear him it would probably get me the same way <laughs> yeah yeah i fully really understand that you know and that's that's the beauty of it you can be skeptical you can have logical ways of thinking but the fear huh. fear in life can still get to you because that's that's what humans do with fear. Don't we're we? all just monkey brains. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, it's, we're it's interesting that we're sitting there saying get like a divot box or get dolls and stuff like that, right? I've got a friend over in America, right? Mm-hmm. And she messages, she talks to us every now and then. And I've just recently been talking to her about uh, like she's changed her faith. She was uh, she was originally uh, pagan, but then she changed to Wiccan, and now she's gotten a Muslim. Don't, don't ask us how, why or how or anything like that because I still don't understand myself. <laughs> but she, she, I was sitting on the phone or talking to her and that and I kept hearing this like, man's voice while we're having this conversation. I was like, what the hell? She got the TV on or something. Like that. And I'm sitting there saying, what are you watching? She says, oh, nothing. I says, why can I hear a guy's voice for? Oh, she just went, oh, um, it's uh, the spirit box that I've got on constantly. <laughs> I was like, why have you got a spirit box for? Turns out she's got four dolls in her house that she has spirit box next to that she sits and talks to. And there's always a guy's voice coming through one night. I was like, seriously, why have you got dolls for? I would burn my house down before I get a fucking doll. <laughs> so I will say I've done plenty of um, spirit boxes as well as Ouija boards. And the the problem with a spirit box is generally you're scanning every radio station in your area, basically, or on dab whichever you're choosing or you've got a one with a sound bank which has got multiple choice words which it scans through and 
it's easy to pick up words from what's coming through that aren't actually being said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's happened yeah. to me. It happens to many others. It is so easy to pick that up. And if you're running it constantly, you are going to hear something. Doesn't matter if it was a spirit or not, you're going to hear something. Now, I do strongly yeah. believe spirit boxes are, are good and you can get them, but you've got to be careful because unless it's an intelligent answer to what you're asking physically, like what's your name and you're getting the name like bang, quick, quite quick after, you can't really sit there and say it's a spirit, especially if you turn around and say what's your name and you get no. I've had lots of people turn around and say, it said no, it said no. It's like, but that's that's not intelligent. That doesn't mean it's a spirit. It's probably just a random word just come through. You know? Well, look at that time that me and you in uh, that certain other person, the, you know, the short the short dwarf. Right, we did uh, we did the ghost hunting in his flat above yous. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And we were going through the editing, and I pointed out something, and actually got you to listen back to it. And what did it say? You muppet. It was, it was your amph. I was like, so how the hell do you explain amph's voice coming through? Yeah, so this was the thing. <laughs> the spirit box we used was using a sound bank. And the sound bank had different words recorded in female or male voices. Um, I think I'd had a choice mixed out of like 2,000 words, something like that. And that, and that was before I switched over to a radio style one because I found you got better results on that. Um, and the only time I was really talking away was by Rags mentioning it and this voice that came through was Amph's Amph's voice directly saying you muppets now what made it ironic is that is the very saying Anthony would say it to her so we kind of took that one as right well that's ironic that's something we can't sit and explain because Anthony's never been the other spirit box you know he's never been mentioned but his voice with his saying towards us come through doesn't mean it wasn't random but it is something you take more notice to because it's it's been made a, a personal statement something that you would know you would class it as intelligent See, yeah. I did. I did the same thing as what you did, G. When you heard the uh, the kid crying, I actually yeah. listened to it. I heard it, and I was like, "Play that back, uh, Colin." And he played it back. I says, "What does that sound like?" And he played it back again. He listened yeah. to it. And he says, "He got to say, that's amph." <laughs> yeah. Well, I say exactly. I says it sounded like your amph. <laughs> I touched on that story in particular because it's. Um, I didn't know the proper words to describe it, but it's like if you look at a cloud and you think it looks like a cat or a dog, and you suggest to someone and say, eee, look, doesn't that cloud look like a cat or a dog? You've put that idea on their head straight away, so they're going to see what you said you were seeing. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, with that baby uh, cry... Inception. Yeah, well, well, with the baby cry, I didn't say anything to him. He paused mm-hmm. the game and turned and looked at me and says, can you hear that? To which I was intrigued straight away, and I went, what can you hear? And he described the same thing I was hearing. So I hadn't put any idea into his head or give him any suggestion as to what it was he was hearing. He told me, and then I confirmed it to him and says, well, that's what I'm hearing as well. So that was two people, in a sense, like not not giving anything away to each other, but just basically saying, I can hear the same as you. Well, you're saying so a, a skeptic could argue that to, um, 
although you're saying you heard a baby cry a skeptic would yeah. generally just argue that well because he said a baby cry that's like that that made you think baby cry and, well, and this is the thing unless you've got definitive proof of it you yeah. know skeptics can always come back at you with um and this is why i like speaking to skeptics because as many times i've had things i've thought has been evidence and a skeptic has been able to turn around and say that's not evidence that's this and you're sitting there and you, you are annoyed at the time because you're like i've got evidence i've got evidence and when you go back and you test it you find out they were actually right but you, know? you have to keep it you have to keep an open mind because it's like i touched on with this this mm. i used to do youtube videos i was convinced i was seeing paranormal stuff mm. only to find out that he wasn't it was all a charade and it disappointed me and it made me sit back and realize as much as you're a believer you really have to look at things seriously so you have to look and you have to question and it's true you know skeptics are right in what they say you have to before you start pointing and saying it's a ghost you need to really evaluate the situation you had and try and write off everything that it could have possibly been yeah i mean i would say my scariest uh episode ever i mean i've had quite a few uh, i mean nana's house but, being one of them um but this one occasion was my first experience probably jay's first yep. experience yep. um i remember waking him up i was terrified because i'd woke up in fact i hadn't even woke up i hadn't even fell asleep that's a thing i i've never actually delved it just sorry to cut, cut in front yep. of you there for a second but i would love to hear your side of it like how it how it yeah i've never really talked about it ever. so let's go for it yeah let's hear so i didn't i wasn't even asleep my mom had mom and well my dad at the time had chased us upstairs um because we were lying on the set eight and it was like you're going to sleep you'll go to bed so we went upstairs gary had, sorry i meant to say jay had fell asleep that's all right um and i lay on the bed and i was awake trying to go to sleep and i heard the toilet lid click air uh, banging now as a being it's easy to turn around and say well you're a child you're going to freak out which i did so I woke Gary up and I turned around and I said to him, the toilet lid's going, the toilet lid's bearing in mind the sound wasn't happening at this point. To be and fair, Colin, you didn't even say that. You were just pointing, saying, can you hear that? That's yeah. what you were saying. You were like, can you hear that? So Gary was sitting there and I remember I'm looking and then the toilet lid went again. Um, and and he started freaking out. So we're both freaking out because we can hear this toilet lid just as though someone had the hand under it and was lifting it up, letting it drop, lifting it up, letting it drop. So we both screamed our eyes out. It wasn't just that though. It was the light was clicking. It, it started off subtly. The thing is, it happened over a, f a few times because we screamed um, when mom and dad came up and we told them about the lid. And we're like, stop being fucking stupid. You know, um, get to sleep. There's nothing here. So down the stairs they went and we heard the lid go again. After that, we heard the light start to click as though someone was pulling a light. Now, there wasn't a light bulb in at the time. So we started screaming again because I had asked Jay to go down to the bottom of the bed and look and he was like, no, 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 no. Because I was too scared. I was hoping he would go. Older brother and he's getting his little brother to check it out. Go on, you get you get consumed and, and yeah. possessed. Well, you know, yeah. you, <laughs> that's how it works. You, you gotta have victims in this, and you are the victim. Sorry, but the the reality was, we started screaming again. Well, mom and dad came running up, and we told them about the light this time. They went, "Stop being stupid!" You know, 
it, there's nothing there. It's in your heads. Go to sleep. They were getting really annoyed at work. And we were like, but the light's flicking, the light's flicking. And they went, right, we'll put a light bulb in. And then you can see that the light's not flicking. They went downstairs and it must have been a minute after they went downstairs, the toilet lid started again. The uh, tap started running. You could hear the tap running. And the light switch started pulling. And believe it or not, I put my hand on my heart, yeah. When I tell you this, this is gospel truth. The light went on and off, on and off, over and over again. We screamed that loud. When mom and dad again come running up the stairs, it all stopped as they were coming up the stairs. And they were, they were really annoyed at us, but we were that hysterical at this. We, we got tucked downstairs. It was like, right, come on downstairs. We'll later find out that the new something we had was up with the house. <laughs> but, you know, it was like, we didn't know that. But we never thought. In fact, and and the age I was, I never even thought about ghosts because I didn't even know properly about ghosts. You know, I must have only been about, Gary, Gary must have only been about three or four. I was a few years older. Uh, you know, I was. Well, I think I was about in the range of six to eight then. But I've got to say, it took me a week to ever look at the toilet the same way again. Mm. It was scary, oh, mate. Scary. Oh, um, it's like I say, I'm such a great believer. I do respect other people's views and opinions on it. I'm very open-minded about stuff, but I've I've just had that much stuff happen to me throughout my life. I mean, the house I live in at the moment, like I says, it's not haunted. I don't believe it's haunted. But I've had that much stuff happen to us and stuff that I really couldn't explain. That, uh, you know, I just, I'm such a, a great believer in it. Um, what more can you say, really? It's it's like, you know, it's, you, you, look, you're always going to have skeptics and you're always going to have believers. But it, it disappoints when the clash, they should be trying to coincide with each other and try and like mm. I, I'm I'd love to hear Egg's opinions on these and I mean when I mentioned about the baby crying he's mentioned about cats I never thought of that and I thought oh well well the thing is I, I mean we've got 10 minutes left I mean Egg from the stories mm. you heard do you want to do you want to try and explain a few of them no because I don't think there's really there's nothing to really explain away with most of these mm. I mean at the end of the day it is just someone else's experience and you can't really say well, no, you're wrong <laughs> because yeah. that's their goddamn life. That's their. That's what they experience. I think. I think in general it is. I wouldn't say trying to say the wrong, but maybe having. A, well, this was a situation. But the thing is, when we're talking about us as children, you, you obviously wouldn't know what the house situation was like and and who was in the house. You know, so logically, you couldn't turn around and generally say, well maybe someone downstairs was doing it because you don't know who was downstairs and what we're doing but I mean is there anything you would think that would make you believe in spirits um I mean all I'm saying is that we've had all of these like instruments mm -hmm. I don't want to say scientific instruments because that's cringiest all, all, all get out <laughs> we've had the technology to just have a look at all of these things that have just been cited for decades so many decades now yeah. and there's just been no consensus as to yes this is this is an example of a poltergeist and like it's something that is replicable within a certain location within a specific room all we have is people and their stories yeah. and that just mm, it, it just doesn't jive i mean alongside with like 
you can you can try to prove Atlantis. You can do your best. You can get up all your maps and all of your stories from Aristotle and uh, <laughs> all of your age-old mistranslations and do everything you can. But if you can't create a replicable scenario that can be tested and where you can get reliable results from over and over again to say, yes, this was a ghost, it's like, it just doesn't seem to be happening. There is nothing that is happening that can has good proof for it. Can I touch on something just quickly? Sorry to interrupt you there, right? But can I just touch on something really quickly? Conjuring 2, it's based on true actual events that happened with the poltergeist in England, yeah? All of the Conjurings are actually based on actual events. Yeah, but when they say that, they twist and manipulate the stories and the films. But what I want to touch on quickly with that haunting was is, you know, there was a lot of questions around it. Is the child putting it on? I mean, they had that photo of her apparently being thrown out of bed. Even I would sit there and say, you, you could look and say she's jumping. Yeah. But the one thing that really stood out to me with that actual haunting was when them two police officers were called at the house to a disturbance. Now, you've got two credible officers there that are doing their profession, and they reported seeing a chair move all by itself and sliding across the floor. Now, that's two officers who are giving you their account of what's happened. They're giving you it in detail, and they're giving you the, the, the truth and nothing but the truth. And they both said, we witnessed a chair all by itself slide across the floor. My question is, first off, their, their credibility is very strong because they're officers. It's their job to do that and to recall things how they happened. What they did, they, they didn't have nothing to gain out of that in my eyes. So, yeah, what would you say on that? There's another part to that as well. Um, obviously, yeah. how did they explain the chair moving by itself? But also, in the same aspect of that case, we're talking about the Renfield case, aren't we? Renfield, that's the one, yes, yeah. Um, there was also another incident that happened there as well where they turned down and said that uh, the, the lass that was supposedly possessed or was possessed, right, explained that somehow one of her books ended up in the bedroom next door, which yeah. was the next door neighbour. How did the book end up there? Because yeah. they couldn't have opened the window and passed it through. There was no holes in the walls, anything like that. There was no access to that house. So how did the book get from one room into the other? Absolutely, but it's like, Egg, I'm really intrigued to hear what you would think about this because obviously these are credible people. It's their profession, you know, they're not going to make, I wouldn't believe, I wouldn't want to believe that they make up lies. I know they're still humans and they can lie, but what? what's your view on it, Egg? What, what do you think? Like, like, you've got two officers that are saying we've attended this property to help with a disturbance um, to our Shia horror, we've seen a chair by itself move and slide across the floor. And they're looking and just saying, well, we're just telling you what we saw. So, I mean, what, what's your view on that? Egg? What do you think? Uh, that could just be an actual setup that they wanted to prank the police. That could absolutely happen in the 70s. No, I, but it, I'm saying it's the officers that actually made this account. It and was officers, the officers can be fooled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, they can. But when you have two police officers sat there and they're saying to you, as my profession, I'm giving you word for word what I've seen. And I've, me and my partner watched that chair slide along the floor by itself 
you know, I mean, he's right. You, he's right. You, could, you could always tell whether it's a prank or whether it's actually something real because think about it, right? Looking at, like, all these paranormal stuff, I'll, I, it's one that I'm going to go on to here. Um, I watched it on Instagram not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like, showed, like, a full, like, three, four-minute thing. It is this uh, this Irish couple living in a house and that, and they're talking about uh, their house being haunted. And they said that they had this ghost in the house. And your question is, like, yeah, okay, it didn't like being called Freddy, apparently. So it would knock cans off the table. But other instances where they're actually recording stuff in the house, where like the phone itself, it's one of those old uh, receiver phones. Yeah, yeah. Was actually picked up, but it was floating in the air. Now, right. looking at it, it's like you're lifting up off the uh, the receiver, and then like, you know, if it was something holding it, yes, you could tell it would actually lift up in that sort of way. Mm-hmm. But as it was lifted, it was swaying left and right, and then it started dipping a bit as if something was actually where the string was held in that particular point. Mm. There's also another incident, uh, like they were recorded obviously three minutes of it or something like that, but like different periods yeah. of times. And there was sat at the coffee table or sat at the dinner t- dining table, sorry, and she was looking at the back window. Um, and there was like a load of picture frames and stuff like that and the way that this picture frame li- uh, lifted off the f- uh, the what do you call it the windowsill yeah. it went up and it was swaying up and down left and right as if it had been pulled up by strings as well so yeah. if something was to move it would actually pick it up and they would throw it or it would just knock off or yeah. you you know you can always tell when something's been held by a string by the way that it's been lifted or by the way it's been pulled my yeah. it, my experience is that when something moves or thing it generally doesn't just hover i've never seen anything horror hover um me and jay witnessed witnessed it in my nana's house it's generally the item is thrown pushed or drops um never just seems seems to just pick up in midair in front of you you know mm. um so i do question if someone's sitting there saying oh this just lifted up and it hovered in thin air you know i do question it. it's like but it, that's not a normal occurrence for someone some some spiritual activity it's generally going to be thrown i think the biggest problem we have is people People do a lot of it for the entertainment factor. I mean, your, your TV shows, that's how, like, Ghost Adventurers and um, most horror. Well, if you've ever noted with Ghost like Adventurers and all that, they'll always say, for entertainment purposes yeah. only. So they're based around entertainment, and I think that's where a lot of scepticism can come in, you know, because if you have a video of a haunting, people will automatically think, well, this guy's, guy's doctored it in some way. You know, um, but I do know some videos which have been checked and have been legitimately given. Yeah, this is the original footage. All I'll know? all I'll say on the matter is is I've watched lots. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer in the paranormal. I love it. Um, and I've watched countless amounts of videos on YouTube of paranormal things happening on camera and that. And all I'll say is is that. For all the ones that are fake, there's got to be one that is fully legit. There has to be. And 
I go back to that kit, that, that kit that I seen on Brighton. I was convinced that his house was haunted, only to find out he was putting it all on and he was doing a really bloody good job of it. So it really just goes to show you've got to keep an open mind. This is the point. The videos of getting to the point now and editing's getting to the point now where you can make something move by someone holding it and walking across the room. You know, um, you can make a door open yeah. by someone putting on a green suit as, as you were explaining yeah. about this guy. So I think no matter what evidence you have, even if it was a spirit standing in front of the camera putting a pose on, you know, I think you'll always have that skeptical, skeptical side, uh, people questioning it if, it, if it's real or not. Um, You've always got to keep an open mind, I think. It's, it's not that, I think. There is an element of fear, you know, um, I know well, fear derives from back in the Stone Age when we were cavemen or whatever with the evolution and that. Fear is just built into it to save with, basically. Well, That's I think, why I think the thing is, spiders. I'm not saying skeptics are fearful, but I think, you know, if, if demons oh, no, turned out are. to be real, um, if spirit world turned out to be real, would that be classed? Would you really sit there and celebrate that? Because you would know there was something beyond you that was terrifying. You'd probably be more scared. Um, <laughs> but it would be great. That's an entire field of research that's just been opened up for everyone. It would definitely be great. Because then it could be explained. Everything would then be explainable. Mm. But, what about ghosts? So you talk about like ghosts being real and all that, but could it all just be doubt of the mind? The human brain is an amazing thing and we don't know everything about it to this day and age yet. Hmm. So well, what's to say that it's not us doing it? With, I can see where egg would come from with scepticism. Well, if the, like the thing is, head. I mean, yes, I will sit and say your mind's an amazing thing and your mind's capable of doing many, many things. Right. Even seeing things move that don't move, you know. But there's occasions where you, yourself, Jay, Rags, myself, have witnessed things happening and it's actually oh, happened. And we haven't been able to explain it. And there might be. Uh, explanation for it you know and anyone who's skeptical and sits there and says well what about this unless I had solid proof I wouldn't argue you know because you yeah. can't it's you've got to accept but regardless we've gone over time and we need to bring this to an end and we want to thank you very much Jay for joining the show I would give you a I round of I would give you a round of applause, but for some reason it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> that's, uh, that's typical. <laughs> yeah, they, don't, they don't like you today, Jay. They don't like you. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure we'll have you back on the sea. Well, thanks for having us, guys, and thanks to all your viewers for having us as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming over. You've been a been wonderful having guest. A good chat. Yeah, honestly, I, I really I could go on and on and on, and uh, I'd love to come back sometime if uh, you and your viewers are happy to have us. Well, definitely I'd love to have you. But we'll leave it with asking the people listening, what do you believe? You can come on with, with Twitter, Instagram, with Facebook, or even join with Discord. Let one know. If you've got and pictures. And he's on D's now as well. Where, yeah, but that this is like with social media sites. So, if you want to share any experiences you've had, pictures, anything like that, please do. Can your viewers get in touch with you? Like, can they? Yeah. Sorry, I keep I keep talking over you. I'm, I do apologise. I must be the most awful guest you've ever had. No, this gives us a good insight as to what the audience no, are thinking. No, that's great. I'd love to hear what your viewers think of it as well and, and their experiences. I <laughs> well, always want to hear about it. I'll let them know how to. <laughs> Cheers, Jay.
<laughs> okay, I'm so yeah, if you jump on with Discord, you go on with uh, Twitter, your Facebook, or with Instagram, let me know. Give me pictures. You know, if you want to see Jay again, give a thumbs up. If you don't, give her a thumbs down. We'll be more than happy to give him a kick to the curb. Yeah, I can see a few thumbs down coming my way. Oh, no. It's a thumbs up from the egg lord. Oh. So, all thanks to listening to it. Um, please come again next week when we'll have a new episode. Hopefully, Matt Swiftway did have a problem this week. Um, and Jay will try and get you on in another episode for season three. Yeah, yeah, I'm a chatterbox, mate. I'd love to be back with you guys and <laughs> we'll your viewers. Love we'll it, guess. love it. Oh, thank nice. you. <laughs> it's a pity you didn't have a phone number for them to call in. I'd put a prize on for a penny. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a penny chew. Right, well, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have a nice day. Stay safe and surf's up, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye bye. And from Matt, bye Felicia. Bye, bye from Crazy G. <laughs> 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 <laughs>